Speaking of Sophie Turner, I never actually ended up telling you about the Harry Styles concert, but her and Joe Jonas were at the show I was at. Did you hang out with them? I wish I did, but let me tell you, the finding out they were there after I left and the mental gymnastics that went on in my head thinking about one of Taylor Swift's exes attending the concert of another ex, like I, and that I was there. Do you think it crossed either of their minds? It must have. I must have, right? I mean, her and Joe are like very cool now that she hangs out with um, the two of them. Sophie Turner is a big fan of her music. So that's all good. And the fandom has assumed that she's good with Harry Styles because there would really no, be no reason not to. Imagine if she had been there. I would not have survived. No, but actually the, inter- the internet would not have, not have survived. <laughs> like, we would all not be okay. We were all not okay when Joe went to see her SNL performance. Her, Him and Sophie Turner went to see her perform when she was on That's SNL. so cute. Yeah, isn't it? They seem like a really cool couple very cool but um i never told you about the harry styles concert he's an incredible performer i know that that goes without saying and it sounds like so done as a statement but to see him live after seeing so many videos of what his concerts are like it was truly insane he never stops moving for one second did you see that video i sent you of him leaving his show yes (laughs) He's on stage and 40 seconds later is in an SUV leaving. Yeah. It's the quickest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. What I will say, and I don't know, you know, I don't know if I'll even leave any of this in, but I'm just going to tell you. Everybody that I see going to the shows in, in the pit, they all talk about how nice his fans are and how the energy in the stadium is always really good. And I don't know if it was just my night or if it was just my experience, but I really didn't feel that. I felt such a frenetic energy from all of the fans. Like, everybody was running around because the problem with him doing a residency is that people know what he's going to do. They know the songs. They know the order. They know where he usually stands for what. And people had by that. I went to like night 10. So people a by lot that of those time people had probably already been to multiple been there shows many times. So pe- yeah. I'm talking about people were sprinting around the floor to get to the next area, and like it just he was great, and the show was really fun. But I was not there for the whole experience, and it really surprised me because I've been to a lot of shows, and I've been to Taylor Swift concerts on the floor. In the like near the pit in that area, and the experience could not have been different. I had a girl next to me offer me her lipstick. We were like best friends by the end of the show. Like everybody there is having like a good time, and I think it's just the difference between a male artist and a female artist. It, like the love there is different. People were they needed a, a chill pill at the at the show because, needless to say, I'm really glad that I got to see him. It was he was incredible. And uh, and to see some of the songs that I love so much live was really great. But I'm looking forward to the next time he tours or the time after that when he's just like on a stage, we're all at seats, like it'll be better. If I had to make a prediction, this is the last time the tour will be like this and that the setup will be like this where he's on Mm. that stage in the center with the pit all around him. I saw this one girl on TikTok post a video that said something like that similar to me that... 
he's got to get rid of the pit and that people are getting crazy. I saw it before I went and I was like, really? I haven't seen anybody else say that, but I think it's true. Wow. It was very surprising. I honestly kind of feel bad for him. I know that's unhinged. No, I totally agree. Rich and famous and powerful and like has a great life, but I can't, can't even fathom the pressure. He's got to be getting burnt out. I mean, he's been nonstop touring for years now at this point, doing residency after residency in two movies, doing press for those, flying to Venice, getting dealing yeah. with the drama of all that. Spitting on people. <laughs> Spitting on people, getting water dumped on him. Like, I just, he needs a break. I, after one single of his shows, would need at least a year off. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a few requests for do revenge and i promised one of our tiktok followers that we would squeeze it in so here we are (laughs) i sort of forced you to watch it i'm so glad that you did (laughs) okay (laughs) i was shocked when you texted me to say that you loved it i was like thank god my forcing paid off it wasn't even that you forced me it was just like i had heard a bunch of people talk about it that it was really good and somehow i just kind of felt like i had already missed it and didn't want to watch it but then when you said you had and that i really should i was like all right fine and boy am i glad that you told me to it's so rare to be watching something in present day and have an awareness that this is something that people are going to be referencing for decades to a come. thousand percent the whole time i was watching it i i was thinking to myself this feels right now how clueless felt to me then and to me it felt like mean girls which exactly. is exactly what it is it is like this moment's clueless yeah. mean girls cruel intentions all <laughs> of those movies were referenced so many times along with jawbreaker oh, i haven't seen that even the croquet scene, which was a nod to Heather's. Did you notice after he has his breakdown at the party, uh-huh. when he goes outside and there's a shot from high up ahead, he's wearing that his shirt unbuttoned with a bare chest and he drops down to his knees and looks up. I'm sorry, but that was a reference to Romeo and Juliet. It just was. I read that the writer director had like an out of body experience directing Sarah Michelle Geller because really? when she was younger, she watched uh, Cruel Intentions over and over and over. I am not even a person who should have felt this, but the feeling that I had seeing her pop up on the screen in her amazing, iconic pantsuit outfits in that freaking principal's office. How thankful am I that you have already seen now Cruel Thank Intentions God. so you could get the full impact of that moment. <laughs> I love when Eleanor and Drea are talking about how in love with her they are and they're like, I want her to like hit me with her Tesla and then reverse back over me. I want her to stuff me like a taxidermy doll and then mount me on her wall like a prize. I want her to hide my body in the woods and then start the search party trying to find me. Ooh, good one. That scene was so funny because 
Jennifer Caton Robinson, I hope it's pronounced Caton, the writer-director, was making fun of current society yeah. in current times. Yes. It was so good. It's so ridiculous that people even say stuff like that. Yes. And take it to such an extreme that she took it to the ultimate extreme to be like, you guys are like, we are all ridiculous. Yeah. I truly did not expect the twist at all. I was like bopping along watching this, not at all thinking that the whole thing was going to spin because it works completely both ways. Every story point works for both the twist version and the version where it's just Drea wanting revenge. When she snaps and wants to take revenge on all of them, I'm like, oh, this makes complete sense. The third act of this movie is definitely going to be them taking it to the next level, taking revenge on all of them, like blah, blah, blah. And then when we find out because she goes to Carissa and finds out that Eleanor was the one that she had that experience with could not believe it and the scene excuse me but the scene of Maya Hawk at that kitchen table having like a full Bond villain moment reveal of her <laughs> entire plan I was dying for it so is the cat out of the bag get out of my house thought so so I have some really exciting news this whole thing, everything that we've been doing, I've had the upper hand the entire time. You made this pretty easy, I gotta say. But that's the thing. Narcissists are too focused on themselves to realize they're being played. You'll never get away with this. Nora. She completely transformed her entire character in a believable but realistic way into this psycho that is taking revenge on someone that hurt her because the fact that i couldn't tell that that was what was going on the whole time i think is a credit to her in the beginning because she really yeah. was playing that like awkward sidekick to the main bitch girl drama like that i feel like she was playing that role really well but then the second that she was in control and like making all the plans i was like oh yeah that's who you should have been this whole time <laughs> <laughs> I have to talk about Sophie Turner. I haven't laughed that hard in so goddamn long when she's screaming that she does not do cocaine and that she doesn't know what it looks like. I don't do cocaine! I don't even know what it looks like! I don't know what it looks like! I swear to God, I don't even do cocaine! I'm telling you, honey! Take care, hon. We'll miss you. Uh, do you know this is the first thing I've ever seen her in? I think me too, because I only know her from Game of Thrones, which neither of us have seen. Later when they go back, when she goes back to the rehab facility and she's painting Drea with like the devil horns and like <laughs> yes. the fire. She's like menacingly yeah. painting as she like scowls <laughs> and looks at her. It's the f I'm sorry. It was so funny. What did you think of Austin Abrams as the ultimate villain? Although an unsuccessful one. I thought he was like a Timothy Chalamet discount, honestly. He's very much has Timmy vibes. I actually love him, though. I thought I he was, thought really, he was good. really good. Yeah. He was in that Christmas show, Dash and Lily, that I've been trying to get you to watch. Oh. And he played a completely, completely different character. He was very, very good in it. <laughs> the friend that was also in uh, 13 Reasons Why, she was outstanding, too. I loved, I think she played the, it reminded me very Alicia. much of like a, 
a gossip girl kind of energy where in the beginning totally when they come back and they're not friends and she's making out with max in the bed and she's talking about how she wishes that drea was there like is it weird having her not there it completely reminded me of the pilot of gossip girl when blair is making out with nate and talking about serena being back and how she doesn't can't believe that she thinks she's going to show up to her birthday party it was like totally parallel that reminds me also of another clueless reference although i read something that said maybe it was a mean girl's reference they must do it in both i couldn't remember when when gabby's showing eleanor around the campus and she's pointing out the different social groups oh yeah that was totally and she points out alicia's group it reminded me of clueless oh okay it's also very mean girls when she's talking about the different clicks in the lunchroom and then they get to the plastics and the plastics are like walking down the hallway and like in their iconic (laughs) outfits yeah i also noticed that drea used a feather pen oh my god which was so iconically clueless yeah another mean girls one is when they all find out about when they expose the that max has been cheating with like all those girls at school and they're all like running around in the halls and there's a trash can on fire and they're ripping yes. the they're ripping the the posters of him down yep. i love there's one girl that's like i thought the set design was amazing and actually i was like what was the budget of this it looks so much grander than most totally. netflix movies and it was only 10 million that's crazy because it did not feel like a Netflix movie at all. No. It because normally they have that that look where you can you you could put something on and say that's Netflix. This did not have that at all. I also learned that Jennifer did not go to school for not only did she not go to school for writing, directing, film, she didn't go to college at all. What? Can you believe it? So... Do you know what else she wrote and directed? Another movie that you love. What? Someone Great. Oh my God. She said that she learned how to write through watching and re-watching all the movies we mentioned. That is so crazy. Cruel Intentions, Mean Girls, reading the scripts of 500 Days of Summer. Oh my God. Yeah. That is so cool. Right? Speaking of references... I loved the Taylor Swift reference that Eleanor made when she's talking to Gabby and they're like walking around and she's like, uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, the old Eleanor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. I'm sorry, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh, because she's dead shockingly i actually got that reference most taylor swift ones i wouldn't have gotten so proud the end when they're driving in the convertibles is singing bitch it it could not have been more cruel intentions i know it's a completely different like vibe and message but the shot of them in the convertible with the song playing and the wind is just i it is crazy to me now that you just talked about her how she that was so influential to her and then to put sarah michelle geller in the movie is really must have been such a wild experience. Truly. She's fucking 34, by the way. The director? Yes. She was 28 when she sold her first pilot to MTV with no experience whatsoever. A cu- and then I think two years later, sold Someone Great to Netflix. They bought it. And then she said, like, I want to direct it. And they were like, okay. That's really... 
I'm not even 28. <laughs> I'm turning 28 in a couple let's, months. Let's go, baby. <laughs> we have four months, babe. <laughs> All right, guys. Till next time. Bye. Oh my God, turn this shit up. I'm a baby.